You're tuned in to the Andrew Lawton Show. So you have a, a unique advantage being a Canadian now uh, working and teaching in the United Kingdom. What would you say are the biggest differences between the two or when it comes to just the general landscape of free speech, academic freedom, wokeness? Well, there's just more resistance in Britain against these things. So you have, for example, the Free Speech Union, which is going to back you up if you are trying, if you're cancelled in a university. So that's one thing. We've got uh, government, because of the Tory government, we've now got some uh, legislation, which I've kind of helped on, uh, called the um, Academic Higher Education Free Speech Bill, which means that if universities try and censor you, then they will be fined. Uh, you can also take them to court. Um, so you have a number of different things that instruments at your disposal uh, you've also got the media here which is more balanced than in canada particularly on the print side and they will call out episodes of cancel culture and put pressure on universities that engage in this so and that's all of those things are different my sense in canada is that the dissidents they are to some degree organized into self-help groups you know maybe around heterodox academy uh branches but other than that, they've got no backing politically or, or in the media, really. Other than you guys, of course, you're the only bright lights. But um, there's no real mainstream media backing. And so it's very hard to push back against this culture in these institutions. Well, I think the, the institutional aspect is so key. I mean, obviously, the UK has media bias issues like everywhere else. But there seems to be, I, I'd say, a larger volume of media outlets and also a greater scrappiness. And I don't know if it just comes from the tabloid tradition or, or something else. But, but when you talk about laying that groundwork for uh, these challenges and for these fights, is the issue that the UK is just further ahead than Canada or has there been something else that speaks to that difference? Well, there's a couple of things. One is I think the UK has a long tradition of having a conservative print media. Uh, Telegraph and, and even the Times and the tabloids, that doesn't exist in Canada. I think they're much more willing to go on the offensive against uh, high-sounding phrases around political correctness that in Canada there's a lot of deference to that and that gives cover for the institutions to go all in on this stuff uh, and, and be able to get away with it. Um, and I just don't think institutions in Britain that completely go all in on, on woke uh, that cancel people can get away with they will pay a cost in PR terms and my sense is that's not happening in Canada I also think probably within the culture in Canada there is still because of the post 1960s what happened to Canada the end of the British identity the rise of a kind of newly invented notion of Canada as a left-wing United States the multiculturalism act you had the soil prepared for political correctness a, a more of a monoculture in a way that that here it was always a little bit more fractured and so i don't think political correctness could really become the ethos of the country quite as strongly as in canada uh, we've actually spoken you and i on, on my own show but your your course on wokeness and now you're a couple weeks in how's that been going well going well i mean it doesn't launch till january as i mentioned before it's open it's an open online course to anybody um yeah we're advertising it we're now starting to film and once we've got once we filmed episodes we're then going to circulate clips so that people get a sense of what, what they can expect. Uh, but yeah, I think this is ripe for an analytical approach that just says we're going to put this ideology, and it is an ideology, and woke is the correct term for it, we're going to put it on the table, dissect it like, it like we would fascism, like we would liberalism or any other ideology, uh, and then we're going to ask questions about it. So that's really the aim of this course, because the way this is portrayed in institutions is that this is very much just 
if you're a good person, these are the values everyone believes in. And what we're saying is, well, no, this is one of a bunch of ideologies, and we're going to look at it like we would one of any other ideologies. And what are you hoping to get out of the ARC Forum this week? Well, I, I don't, I, I mean, it's, it's such an eclectic mix. I'm partly, tr you know, what ARC is, as it's been explained to me, is essentially an alternative to Davos. So it's an alternative vision. Now, there obviously are some aspects that, that overlap with Davos. Davos is obviously corporate. It obviously likes capitalism. I mean, the difference here, I think, is there's a more questioning approach on speech issues, on the sort of, again, a lot of what I would call the woke agenda. So equity, this idea that outcomes have to be exactly equal across race, gender, and other identity groups is something that ARC clearly doesn't buy into. And, and I'm interested to see how they question that. Now, they're also questioning the environment the environmental agenda, and that's fine. That's part of their, their remit as well. But I'm more interested in what they've got to say on equity and diversity issues and how they are going to challenge that narrative. Thanks for listening to The Andrew Lawton Show.